Welcome to the Pursuit Podcast. My name is Shana Recker and I'm a business and mindset coach to entrepreneurs looking to be, do, and have more. My mission is to help you pursue your biggest goals, take the right actions, and make your desires become a reality. This podcast and my special guests help you make a quantum leap from where you are to where you want to be so that you can be living your best life. To go along with this podcast, I've created a special four-step plan to help you map out the start of your own quantum leap. You can grab that at shanarecker.com forward slash leap. What I share in this free download is critical to elite goal achievement. So I highly recommend you get over and you get started. All right, let's dig into today's conversation. Hey, welcome to the Pursuit Podcast. I'm your host, Shana Recker, and today I have an awesome guest to share with you guys. Her name is Erica Marchand, and Erica is a small business owner from Embro, Ontario, not too far from my hometown, and she has created a grassroots business called Bear and Fox, and it is an apparel line that she has created, and in honestly, it is a small business in a small town, but it is creating a big impact in the community, and I love what Erica's all about. She is going to be sharing her story about how she created this business, all the different things she had to go through to pursue her dreams. And as well, some really exciting news that Erica has partnered with another small business in her hometown. Uh, It's Kintor Coffee and her and the owner Todd have started their own podcast called Drinks with Podcasts. And guess what, you guys, it launches today. I'm so excited for these two. Their podcast is all about helping small businesses get exposure. They sit down, they have their favorite cup of drink in their hand, they take off their jackets and they get down to the nitty gritty of what it takes to run a business in a small town. You guys are going to absolutely love their podcast. You're going to love Erica's energy. And we talk all about her business, how she started it up, how this podcast came to, to fruition and all the amazing things that she's pursuing. So, so welcome, Erica. I'm so excited to chat with you today. So welcome, Erica, to the Pursuit Podcast. I'm so happy that you're here. Thanks for having me. This is like a full circle moment for me right now. <laughs> it's so weird. You said that on Instagram and I'm like sitting there going like, first for, for me, like why? <laughs> you know, it's so interesting. Right. Well, like, cause like we did that photo shoot like a year ago, almost, I would say like to the day. Yeah. And, um, you know, like I was just looking at everyone that was going to be at that photo shoot. And I was like, Shana Recker podcast, like click. And I'm like, okay, so I'm currently addicted, like listen to you all the time. And then it's like, oh, do you want to be on the podcast? And you're like, (laughs) (laughs) you know what? So, and and I want to go, I want to make sure that we go into, you know, Baron Fox, your business and talk about those things, but just on this point right now, you know, when it comes to pursuing your goals, like you reached out to me and you asked if I would do an ad for you for your new podcast, just to give the listeners a little bit of context here. And so I was like, well, why don't we do one better? And like, I don't, I, I can do, I could do an ad for you, but let's get you on the podcast and let's talk about what you're doing and what you're creating. And like, that's so one better. But the point is, is that you reached out to me and you asked, And like, you know, when it comes to pursuing your goals, like we definitely have to get out of our comfort zones and do those things. And I recently did that with somebody that I like girl crush over, you know, and I was like, I'm going to ask her to be on the podcast. What's the worst she's going to do? And it was a yes. And like, it all unfolds. Right. So it's like taking those chances and just like putting yourself out there. Well, and I think like exactly what you said, like that is. 87% of owning a business is just doing that, right? Because it's exactly what you said. What's the worst that happens? Mm -hmm. They say no, and you just move on. 
Right. But if they say yes, like that's a huge opportunity. And like, you can just gain so much more like knowledge and just like information, contacts, networking, like just doing it, which sounds so cliche, but like just do it. And like the, the benefits are totally outweigh uh, the cons. Yeah, it's so true. Like you have to take those chances in business because well, one half the, um, okay. So before we get into this, cause you, as you can tell, you and I are ready to just like jump in talk about <laughs> all the strategy stuff. Cause we're two entrepreneurs, but I want to back everybody up. Erica, you have a company called Baron Fox Apparel and you're also starting a podcast, but take me back to when the idea came up for starting your apparel where, and, and all that kind of good stuff. Let's start from that space. So Baron Fox was born in the middle of the night, nursing my son, as I think most ideas do when you're on mat leave. I had a side business, Critters Creation. So it was like custom apparel. I don't really want to say fun, but like I got a lot of joy out of it. Yeah, it's fulfilling. Yeah, I'm a very creative person. So like it was a great outlet to use for my creativity. I had emergency C-section with my son, was discharged. And like literally the day I was discharged was like pressing shirts and was like, okay, this is a little crazy. Like I can't even take time for myself. It's taking away time from like my baby, my family. Um, So as much as I enjoyed it, it was like, there's got to be a better process, right? So late night, breastfeeding my son, I'm like, what if? Critters Creations had a separate line that was all the same image, but on different apparel, which is like not groundbreaking in the slightest because literally every apparel company does that. And then it just kind of steamrolled from there. I was like, well, what would I call it? I'm like, oh, uh, Baron Fox. That also kind of ties into like my heritage of like the outdoors industry, like hunting, trapping, fishing. It's also got like some pretty strong Canuck vibes there, which is also like all throughout my apparel. So again, like a very organically, I say, came together. Maybe there was other forces at work, or maybe this was something that I've been dreaming about for a while, but it all honestly stemmed from just wanting that flex schedule and wanting something like more for me, you know? Well, I think you bring up a really good point because this is the part that I think a lot of people miss out on or miss when it comes to, you know, going after goals or, or, you know, you know, you want something more in your life. And what we forget to do is make that white space for us to think about ideas and how this could actually look. And so really, when you said you were breastfeeding at night and the idea came to you, it came to you then because your mind was clear. You're just sitting there. You don't like, there's no other distractions. It's the middle of the night. Your brain is clear and can come up, you can, you can get those intuitive, um, hits, what I call or those downloads, because you're, you're able to receive them, you know? And I think when we get busy in life, we don't leave ourselves enough room to have that thinking time. Absolutely. And like, like I, I know for myself, like when I was breastfeeding at night, it was like a dark room. There was no music. There's no TV. Like it literally is as disconnected as you can get from what happens during the day. Um, and yeah, it really did just kind of allow my, my mind to, to kind of start like quote unquote daydreaming about like, what do you actually want? Like, what are you doing here? (laughs) Well, that's another thing I don't think we do enough is, is use our imaginations to really think about like, what could this look like? Like, what could this look like? And look, you, you were, you asked that exact question, like, how could I do this? 
And then this just started to unfold. And now you've got, I know you've won awards, you've done all kinds of amazing things. Um, so what would you say, you know, so you got the idea and then what was like the first really big, scary thing that you had to do with your business? That was like, I don't know if it's going to work, but you know, here we go. It's funny, like hindsight being 2020, it doesn't seem like such a big step. And it seems so like ridiculous to say that this was the first big one. So for Critters Creations, again, like I'm a very creative person. I made my own logo. It was like a doodle that I had made. I loved it. Once I had got the idea for Baron Fox and subsequently all of the late night breastfeeding sessions that came from that, I was trying to design like, what does Baron Fox look like? What's my logo? Like, what are we going to do here? And then I hired out a local uh, brand guru (laughs) and she created the geometric heads that I went with. And that was like 90 bucks, right? Like that's nothing. For me to be like, okay, so I'm actually investing in this. Like that's a hundred bucks. I'm never going to get back. Like what if this totally flops? Like that was the first step, I guess. The first big scary step. Yeah. Yeah. Because I would say like, it's not even necessarily so much like you said, the money. I mean, yeah, it was only $90, but it was the, it's, it's like you're committing. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yes, absolutely. Like, like I said, um, I was making my own designs and like none of them really felt right. Like I didn't have that. It's not, again, sounds like really like hippie to say, but I didn't have that like ignition in my spark when I saw it. And she sent me six different ideas. And, um, this one just stood out to me and like, I saw it and like, I, I got goosebumps and like totally felt that drive. Like, that's it. That is it right? Like I could have never made that. And it was like the best 90 bucks I've ever spent in my life. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Well, and it just goes to show you that when you take that scary step, like you said, now, like you, like, I look back at that and go, that wasn't even scary at all. Why did I waste so much time worrying about that? Um, and then, so then it makes the next, next step, like not so scary, right? Because you're just kind of like, okay, I did this once and it worked out, you know, so let's do the next big thing. What was it like, you know, putting yourself out? Cause I know you do a lot of awesome social media. So you guys are Baron Fox. It's Baron Fox on Instagram, right? Yep. Baron Fox apparel. Cause somebody yeah. already took Baron Fox. <laughs> Baron Fox apparel on Instagram. And you do a great job with your Instagram. I love everything you do on there. And so what was it like that first moment of like putting yourself out? There's one thing to pay somebody to say, okay, do this logo for me. It becomes real. But then you actually put it out to the public and be like, Hey guys, I'm here to do this thing. What was that like for you? Again, in hindsight, not that scary. Um, but I, you know, it was a few weeks. I feel like it all happened like really fast, but that's also just me. Like I say, I'm going to do something and then I just like fucking do it like ASAP. Like I don't wait around. I don't overthink. I just do it. And then like, yeah, if I need to, um, I put my first Instagram post was my logo Mm -hmm. and all it said was launching 2020. And I got like a thousand followers overnight. The reaction to the logo was huge. And it like, Ooh, kind of just gave me goosebumps. Um, it, it kind of like reaffirmed what I had already felt. And it's like, okay, so I'm, there's something here. I'm doing something right. Um, I 
literally folded Critters Creations like overnight and was like, Kate, nope, that's it. Like if I'm going to do Baron Fox, like I'm going tits, we are going to do it. We're going hard. Um, And then I placed my first order, which was again, like $500, like whoop-de-doo, right? Like it it was nothing. But at the time, yeah. Right. 500 bucks of my own money because, you know, I have not really started a business. Um, I called upon local businesses to come to my photo shoot. So I, and they were all women, which was like, again, like a super like empowering, like badass moment of like, we're all coming together to like launch this new business. Um, outfit them all got some like high quality professional photos. And then it just, yeah, like I, I, I launched my Instagram and haven't really looked back at all. It's all been looking forward and like, what's the next thing? What's the next thing? Yeah, that's amazing. And that's like, so as you know, I teach this quantum leap strategy, which is all about goal achieving. And a big part of that strategy is, is not overthinking because the overthinking part is what is what paralyzes people. So it's all about, like you said, it's like, I just, I just did the next thing. I put myself out there. I did the Instagram. It's like that feedback. You have to take those steps. You've got to put your whole self in. You got to take the risks. Even like you said, closing the critters creation, like that's, that's like you, you, you cut off that option and you put your whole self into this. And I, I can guarantee you that's, what's created the success for you is that you're not sitting around going, should I, shouldn't I not? You're just doing. And when you do that, that's how you get the feedback to know what your next step should be. Cause I think people get stuck in the, you know, trying to figure it all out before they get going. Totally. I think overthinking is where dreams go to die. Yeah. Like honestly, um, that, that being said, like there are things I overthink, like absolutely. And mostly Instagram. Still human. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, like, any small businesses that have reached out to me for any kind of advice or um, guidance, I guess, literally, I tell them, I'm like, just do it. Just do it. Worst case scenario, you can always backpedal, you can always pivot, you can always change, you just have to do it. Right. And it, it, again, it sounds so cliche. And it sounds so like Michael Jordan, you know, but like, there's no other option. Um, my husband is a very logical, rational, safe human being. I'm the complete opposite of everything that he is. Um, and he was like, I don't know, like, should you close critters creations? Like you've got a decent side gig. Like you can always fall back on that. And I basically told him, I'm like, I'm not going to half-ass this. If we're going to do it, me and the mouse in my pocket. If we're going to do it, then we're going to fully commit to it. Because if I know I have something on the back burner, then I'm not going to, to put everything into growing this business. Yeah. Oh, it's so powerful too. Cause it's, you know, it's like, if you leave yourself the safety net, you're never really fully committed. Yes. And that and that's like that full commitment. Like when you're going for something that is completely out of your comfort zone, you have to put your whole self in. You you can't have the distractions or the, you know, you can't even have like a even a even though I know what happens, that little remote sort of what if it doesn't work? But you can't you can't let that creep in. Like you you've gotta be like just super focused on where you're going and like almost like 
And, you know, I remember one of my business coaches said, it's like, it's like somersaulting your way through it. You're just kind of like, whoa, you know, arms are flailing, things are happening. You're just figuring it out as you go. That's exactly it. Um, so I would say my next um, safety net that I need to cut is my J-O-B. Yeah. Um, I was actually just chatting with, one of your buddies this morning um, on Instagram. And we were talking about that tipping point. And, and I, I asked her, she had just gone. Um, it was Sarah from Sadie. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, she had messaged me and we were just chatting just about the last year have never met each other, but it was like such a genuine, great conversation. Um, she, incredible, uh, incredible. Um, I was like, well, what was your tipping point? Because I don't know what my tipping point's going to be yet. I know that's the next step and I see it on the horizon. I just haven't quite got there yet. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, like, I, and I think kind of having an idea of what your next step is, even when you're like five steps back is basically having a plan. Even if like, I'm the first one to be like, I don't know what I'm doing, flying by the seat of my pants. Like there is no plan. It's just, you know, work, work your ass off hustle and, and kind of move forward that way. But I see where that is. And I see, see that that's going. going. Yeah. You see where you're going. It's just, you don't necessarily know how it's actually fully going to unfold. You just know where you want to land. You know, that that getting rid of the J-O-B is going to be something that for sure is going to be part of your future in order for this to take the next step. Right. Um, yeah. And that's just, that's just part of the thing I've done a training before on uncertainty and it's like our, our, because that's the thing, right. You quit the job and that's an uncertain thing. You're like, I don't know what's going to happen if I quit this job and our natural instinct is to want to go into fight or flight. It's fear. It's like, well, what if, and it's all the negatives. And those negatives are like five times stronger than any positives, even though the positives could completely change your life. Absolutely. Like that, that's the best way to put it. Right. Like, again, my husband being like the rational, logical person that he is like, he's, he's like the numbers would have to make sense. It can't be that you just want this or that you just see this. He's like, the numbers have to be there. And I agree with him on that. Right. Um, and don't get me wrong. Baron Fox in its first year blew me out of the water. Um, it, I had a sales goal in mind and I did that eight times over That's in my it. first year. And like, okay, pause that for a minute though. I want you guys to hear. So she did eight times higher than her goal, but she reason you did that was because you didn't think about it. You didn't overthink. You just did. You just, you just took, you put you, like you said, you took out all the options and you went in. I mean, you still had your job, let's say, but other than that, you were fully into it and you were doing things out of your comfort zone and you were committed. Yes. Yes. And like, I, I'm not a numbers person. They make me very anxious. <laughs> they make me very anxious. It was never a strong suit for me, but sitting down and looking at the numbers while you're growing your business, it actually gave me more like drive, more passion, more like holy crap, I've already doubled my sales goal. Well, can I double that? Like you just keep using it as like fuel in the tank, right? Proof, right? You eight times your goal once, you can eight times your goal again. Exactly. Mm -hmm. 
Exactly. So then you say this. So then my question to you is as a little yeah. side coaching here <laughs> is what happens when you, the only thing you have to focus on is, I know you have a podcast coming up too, which we're going to talk about, but when you only have Baron Fox and you can put your entire focus on that, what could you X your revenue by then? That's a great question, Shana, digging deep. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, it's um, the 80-20 rule, right? It's like 80% of your revenue comes from 20% of your effort. So what happens if you double, triple down on that 20% of what you're doing? What's going to happen to that 80%? It's going to it's gonna double, triple as well. Right. Um, I did 80% of... Baron Fox's first year while I was on mat leave. I went back to work in September in COVID. Um, and when I went back to work, I was extremely anxious about this. So this was another one of those like hindsight 2020 moments. Um, I was really nervous, not only because of COVID and I work in a hospital and like I was on mat leave. So I lived a pretty sheltered COVID reality. Um, and now I felt like I was going into like the trenches. Um, but I, I knew I was like, I am not going to be able to continue growing my company, company, my business the way that I have been, because now I'm working 40 hours a week for somebody else. So when, before I went back, um, very full circle moment to the beginning of this podcast, I asked, I want to come back part-time and I want zero responsibilities. These are the days I want to work. And these are the hours I want. Uh, they came back with a counter offer and I said, no, these are the days I want. These are the hours I want. Like I was, and I was so anxious about all of this because this is so not me. Like I've always just been like, schedule me when you want. Um, (laughs) um, and then they came back and they agreed. And that was my first step towards really working towards Baron Fox and like taking that next step in building that business. Uh, that's amazing. And I, I hope that you guys hear that who are listening, you guys, you have to take the risks. You've got to put yourself out there. You've got to, you know, you've got to go for these things and put yourself in the uncomfortable chair. So I hope that you guys hear what she was just saying. Like when it comes to going after your dreams, you've got to take risks and you've got to put yourself out on the skinny branch and you've got to ask for what you want. That's how these things happen. I talk a lot about mindset in what I do and mindset is so important, but so is the action, right? The mindset is great, but you have to actually physically do things. You've had some pretty awesome successes in your first year with Baron Fox. So why don't you share some of those things that have come out of you putting yourself out there into all these these places? Um, well, I would start with just like maybe unquantifiable personal success. Um, I have the flex schedule to do things like this. Um, I'm able to have a flex schedule with my family, my friends myself, right? Like if I want to take some time to do a little yoga, if I want to go build a snow fort with my kids, I gave myself that flex schedule. So for me, that's like the ultimate goal um, because that's why I started everything. So that really does ground me in my decision being the right decision for me. Um, Like I had said, I blew my sales goal out of the water. Um, I mean, that being said, it's the first year of my business. So it's not like I made a boatload of money because it's all just rolling back into the business, but it's great groundwork. And I'm extremely proud of 
of how much I was able to actually sell and how many lives I've been able to impact through my apparel. Um, I was nominated for Outstanding New Business from the Woodstock Chamber of Commerce. I love that. That's and awesome. uh, that's an awesome I, your brand is that you are very like you guys talk about supporting local. You're you know all about featuring other local businesses, and you're here to support each other. And I think that's just such a cool movement that it's not just a t-shirt, it's not just a brand. It's about it's it's a community, really, is what you've created. Yes, absolutely, right. And um, like being and being nominated for outstanding new business 2020 was a massive like honor, because that means somebody in my community saw me worthy of that. Right. It wasn't like a self-nomination. Um, I lost, (laughs) uh, but I did get to top three. Um, and I lost by one vote. (laughs) But But, yeah, go ahead. But, um, I lost to Kintor coffee which is who I voted for. Like I nominated them and then lost to them. And Todd and I have a great business relationship. And the whole time, you know, um, I would go in the shop, like he sells my gear or I'd go in for a coffee or we'd have a business meeting or whatever. And he'd be like, crit, you got you like, you got this hands down. Like, I don't even know what we're doing in this category. And then when they won the next day, I was in the shop stocking shelves and he walked over and he gave me the biggest hug, like the only COVID hug. Right. <laughs> and he's just like, Be worth it. <laughs> he's like, thank you so much. He's like, this is like going to do wonders for my business. Like he's like, this speaks volumes to you and your brand and the community that we're in, like that we can all support each other and be happy for each other. Um, I wasn't maybe super happy the night that I lost, but I was very proud of him and for what that means for his business too. Yeah. Well, and like, you know, you said it's, it's, it's about the success of the community. And so somebody has to be first, somebody has to be second. So it's like, it's to me, it's like all the same, right? It's like you, you're, you're both obviously amazing. And, and, um, you know, the fact that you guys support each other in that way is, is really cool. And so you guys have a project that you're actually working on together. Yes, we do. Um, So tell me, where did this idea, where did this desire, you know, what what white space were you in when this came up? (laughs) Well, I'm happy to say I was not breastfeeding (laughs) because I hated that shit, but I digress. Um, I was asked to be on a a different podcast as a guest. Um, Not another mom podcast is what it's called. And I, I went and did the recording. And when I showed up, I had brought a beer for me and a beer for the host. Like it just seemed very natural. Like we're going to sit down, we're going to chat for an hour. Here you go. Yeah. Uh, had a great conversation. It was all cool. I left and was like, wouldn't that be kind of cool? And then literally sat on this idea for like two months and like, kind of felt it out with a couple friends, um, Alyssa, like from the social factory who did my logo, I kind of messaged her and was like, I can't shake this idea. It's, it's this itch I need to scratch. And I remember what this felt like a year ago when Baron Fox started. So then I kind of started like researching, what do you need to like, I don't know, what do you need to do a podcast? Like, yeah, I have no idea. So I'm like Googling and 
I'm reaching out to some editors because I'm like a very firm believer in just pay people to do the shit that you don't know how to do. Um, And then I kind of started getting some drive behind the idea. It's like, okay, this is something I need to do because I can't stop thinking about it. It like pulls you, right? Like you can, it's like, you can't, you can't stop thinking about it. And then it's like, it's not that you're trying to make it happen. It's actually, the desire is actually pulling you. Yes. Yes. Because like my family, we had a TV show. I've, I've done the TV thing. So I, I know how to do that. Right. Podcasting was totally different, but it was the same pull that we had when we did the show of like, there's something here and I can tap into that. So I, uh, text Todd and was like, yo man, I think I'm going to start a podcast. I'd love for you to be a guest on it. And he texts me back and he's like, yeah, I'm starting a podcast too. And my heart just fucking dropped. Like, like I was just I like, I'm losing to you again. Like you've got to be kidding me. And I went to the garage. I grabbed a couple of beer and I like flew over to the shop and was like, we are sitting down and we are talking about this. Like maybe it's totally different. Uh, literally the exact same podcast, um, except mine had the twist of our guests will bring us drinks that was the only difference. Um, and Todd actually came up with the idea of, well, why don't we just collab? Like why, why would we, um, fight for the same space? And again, we have not looked back since we have recorded two episodes. What's it called? It's called drinks with, Mm. which every time I say that people are like drinks with who? And I'm like, that's the fun part. Every week it's something different. Like it's, I, I, it's Corby keeps saying my, my rational, logical husband, he's like, don't you think you should just, just be focusing on Baron Fox and like, you know, you're bringing in this whole other business. And all I can say is like, Baron Fox is not suffering. Kintor coffee is not suffering. We want to use drinks with to build up our businesses and to build up the business that we're having drinks with that week. Yeah. Right. Like, the way we look at it is it's more of like a marketing advertising opportunity. And we get to know these new biz or we get to know the faces and voices behind these businesses that are making up our community. Yeah. Right. I'm like, and I just keep saying, I keep quoting Justin Trudeau, the budget will balance itself. (laughs) I'm like, once we get started and we get in a routine, I'm like, this isn't something that we need to necessarily work on. Mm-hmm. every day because we're going to record an episode. We've got our promo from that episode, but then we will have a little bit of downtime before we do the next. Yeah. yeah. Whereas like with Kintor Coffee and Baron Fox, there's always something to do. There's always that um, order fulfillment, wholesale, retail, like all of that other stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know what? Just make some room on your plate and slam some more food on there. <laughs> right. Well, the thing is, is, when it comes to going after goals and pursuing things, once you get a goal, because to be honest, I mean, Baron Fox is a successful brand, right? Like you've, you've built that, you hit that goal. Like you even, you know, X to your goal up. And so once you have that, then you go after the next goal, which is let's create this podcast. And, and ultimately, like you said, it's all funneling kind of towards the same thing but you, you've got one goal established and that's good. And it's going to keep evolving, but now you're moving to the next thing. And that's, you know, we're always evolving. We're always growing. So I think it's a perfect time to go after, to go after the podcast. And, um, and the thing is, is like, you know, when we start doing these things, 
the messy middle part, like to, to be honest, the messy middle parts, the fun stuff. Like, you know, I, I love that you had the obstacle. You're like, okay, I want to do a podcast, but now so does he like instant obstacle. But instead of just being like, Oh, forget it. And like quitting you creatively went, I'm going to go and talk this out and we're going to find a solution to this. You know, you didn't even look at the problem and maybe you did for like a second, but then you went right into solution mode, which is grab the beers. We're going to go talk and look at the awesome solution that you came up with. Well, and I think that that like speaks a lot to me as a person and Todd as well. Like he's extremely, like I always kind of describe him as like my surfer buddy. Like he's so like laid back and just like, like a good genuine dude. Right. So when he said that he had this podcast idea, it never crossed my mind that this would be like confrontational or a problem because he, he's not like that. Um, and I'm not like that either. Um, I have a, I have a lot of energy and I'm very loud, but I do not like confrontation. I, 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 I hate it. Right. So, so bringing like, you know, the beer to be like, Oh, let's just chat this through. Um, I think just kind of speaks volumes to how I handle issues. Um, and again, I'm very irrational. I'm very emotional. So when a problem arises, like I don't, I don't sit back and think it through. I just like charge forward and whether that's, um, a pro or a con to my, I think it's a pro. I think think what happens is, is when we, when we run into the obstacles, when we sit and think about it too much, what happens is, is the negative stories start playing in our brain. And so we start to tell ourselves lies and stories and untruths and like, Oh, they're starting a podcast. Oh, well he's doing it because he probably heard from so-and-so that I'm starting it. Now he wants to start one because he wants to beat me to it. And like, you've got yourself this whole big long story. That's not even true. Absolutely. So by just, you know, going forward and being like, okay, let's just chat this out. You eliminate that wasted energy on stuff that isn't even real. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. Right. (laughs) Well, I think, um, there's a lot of missed opportunities for people. Um, like we have kind of chatted about this where you are overthinking things and you're not giving yourself the opportunity to move forward because you just want to run in the sand. Right. And you do have to just push through that or acknowledge that you're doing it. So then you're able to do better. Right. Yeah. Yeah. What have been some of your biggest, like what have been some of the biggest influences in your life as far as like, you know, being, having this ability to kind of go after goals, like were your parents this way, or was this just something that you've just always been like, like what, what has created this in you? Cause I know there are people who are listening right now who are going, well, that's great for her, but not like that, you know? So let's like, what, what, how did you, how did you get like this? I would say my dad is a huge influence. My dad started the TV show that we did. Yeah. Um, and it's actually really funny when I look again, it's all hindsight, right? We have a very strong hunting, outfitting, trapping, fishing, like very heavy in our um, heritage. Yeah. And my dad started this blog, <laughs> which is hilarious that my dad would start a blog. <laughs> and <laughs> he used to, then the blog kind of evolved into like, he just bought this like shit ass little video camera and would like videotape him hunting and like talking to the camera and stuff. And <laughs> I remember we're doing that <laughs> before people were doing this. Okay. 
And I remember like sitting on our desktop, finding these videos. And then like, we started filming ourselves. Like it all just started growing and then created this hunting show. But I say we, and it was totally my dad. He has that drive Mm. for an entrepreneur. His life just never really panned out that way. He He was a trapper. So like that's entrepreneurial, but he's a mechanic and has always worked in mine. Like when he launched Just Us Hunting, this was his Baron Fox, Mm. right? And so I saw all these different steps that he went through. I saw, you know, looking for sponsors, looking for advertisers. So I had a little bit of experience with that. Mm. And yeah, I I think his just go-getterness and his, his just his drive and passion. He's a big personality and he sees a lot of himself in me through like Baron Fox and subsequently through the podcast as well. That's amazing. That's good. Well, and I mean, that's the thing, right? It's like you, you witness somebody taking actions that were kind of unknown and scary and turn it into something, right? So you kind of get that, like my mom was the same, like she, her business that she had, she cleaned houses, you know, it wasn't like it was a crazy elaborate, you know, entrepreneurial endeavor. She just did that. But I always saw her flexibility and her time. I saw that she had control over what she was doing. I saw, you know, just, just that entrepreneurial, she would never admit that she was an entrepreneur, but she really was. And that's that, and and her just getting out there and doing what she needed to do and to, to make, you know, the ends meet. And I always, that's, I, much like you, she's my inspiration a lot for a lot of what I'm doing. And, and, And I get my determination from her because I just watched her figure it out. You know, like I just watched her figure it out and I'm just like, okay, if I can figure this out, I can figure this out because I watched her do it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And I think like that word, like entrepreneur Mm -hmm. has so much like business Mm. vibes to it, right? Like when you say I'm an entrepreneur, I'm picturing like a business suit, you're on Wall Street, you're wearing Manolo Blahniks, like you're, you're all put together. You're not a house cleaner. You're not a blogger. You're not anything, right? Like you are a business person. And I think like that speaks volumes to exactly what you said. Like your mom was an entrepreneur. My dad was an entrepreneur and it, it, they did it on their own terms. Yeah. Right. And I think that that's very inspiring and like that determination does not go unnoticed. Yeah. And I think that this year, 2020, this past year, 2020, um, has really shifted, you know, you know, there's a lot more entrepreneurs out there doing all kinds of things. And, you know, you're right. People think entrepreneur, oh, well, that's scary. I mean, I have to, you know, I'm a business where I have to know numbers. I have to know all these things. It's like, let's talk about some myths about entrepreneurship. <laughs> there's two entrepreneurs that hate numbers. I am probably the most unorganized person ever. (laughs) You know, like if it's not in my phone, I will be missing that appointment kind of thing. You know, it's like, what are some of the things that some of the myths that you, when you, when you think of what your day-to-day life is like with somebody sitting there going, well, I couldn't be an entrepreneur because I'm not, you know, this, this, or this. Honestly, like the numbers thing, right? Um, Like when I think entrepreneur, it's like, you know exactly what your bank balance is and you know exactly what everything. Dude, I go through my QuickBooks, okay? And I'm like, oh, do I automatically pay for that? And what is this? Like, I like, I don't, I, I suck at numbers. I always have. It is something that I am working on. Mm-hmm. It's something that like, as my business grows, I start to like more, but I still suck at it, right? Like I'm still 
Well, and then you start to hire people to do some of these things that you, you know, in the beginning you re- you had to do it yourself, but you hated it kind of thing. Exactly. Right. Um, I think people have this notion that an entrepreneur, like their day is starts at five in the morning and finishes at like midnight, but I'm like, it's, and I'm sure there are entrepreneurs that do that. Right. For me, that's not my schedule, but that's because I make the time for my family. I make the time for myself because that's why I started it. Right. Um, there's, I don't even know who said it, so I won't pretend to know, but there's a quote saying like, you didn't quit your nine to five to work 24 seven. And I like, I think about that quote all the time and I'm like, you're right. Like you, you still do have to live your life. And even though you're an entrepreneur and you probably have a lot of personal money and finances like tied up in creating your business, you still do have to have a life <laughs> and be able to turn it off and be able to go away and, and to enjoy it. Your right? Yeah. Well, and you know, as an entrepreneur, there's ebbs and flows, right? There's times where I'm in launch mode where it's like, don't talk to me for this week because I'm, I'm freaking busy. You know, there's shit going on, but then there's times where it's like, you know what? I'm blocking Thursday, Friday off because I did a launch last week and I want some downtime, you know? And it's like, you get to control those ebbs and those flows a little bit. Um, and I, I love how on your Instagram, cause I've seen a few posts where you've done like your, your office and your, your clothes and all these things. And then your kids are there and you're like packing up things and like, there's stuff going on. And, and like, that's the realities of really what, what we're all doing over here, you know? Yeah. I mean, I'm the first person to be like, I would love my Instagram to be like super profesh. And like, <laughs> I only show myself when I have my hair done and like, looking good nine times out of 10, it's a mop atop my head. It's probably makeup from three days ago. I'm probably in jogging pants, no bra, wrangling kids, packing orders while at the same time trying to be like, okay, I have to tell you this thing that I'm doing, but don't mind the shit show around me. And I think that's a a huge part of being an entrepreneur is just taking it as it comes Mm -hmm. and and just using the time that you have, right? Like, like I said, a lot of my stories, I'm making supper and I'm like, oh yeah, I should probably tell people I have this launch coming or, oh shit, I should probably tell people there's a huge delay in shipping or like whatever. Like you think about it and you're like, oh, I should definitely tell them that before I forget, but, but you do it anyway but you do it anyway. And then you move well, on. <laughs> and, you know, taking this episode full circle, which we keep kind of doing here is going back to the overthinking. It's like, if you're not doing the thing because you feel like it has to look and be a certain way, your, your dream is, is slowly dying. Like you can. And I, I actually think it's amazing. <laughs> entrepreneurs show the real side of what they're doing. You know, the kids, the no makeup, the, the craziness of life, because it allows us all to go, Oh, okay. We're all human. Like there's no special human that gets to be a successful entrepreneur. We can all be a success, a successful entrepreneur. Yes. When I started Baron Fox, I wanted my account to be super professional. I was looking to other local businesses that I look up to that had done well and had a bigger following than I ever thought I would even be close to. Um, And I was kind of looking to them, like, how are you running your social media? Oh, like, I literally don't know who makes ABC brand or whatever. It's all just people wearing your shit. I'm going to do that too. And then my feed, I wanted to be really curated and like beautiful. Right. 
And then COVID hit and everyone was sitting on their phones and you're looking for that, that content and that connection. And I did a story takeover for my neighbor. She's a real estate agent. And she's like, you can do whatever you want. My stories like do and say whatever you want. Um, It's yours for 24 hours. So I did it. And it literally, I was like, yo, like I'm Erica from Baron Fox. And like, this is a day in a life. Mm. And it was fun because it wasn't my Instagram. So I don't give a shit. (laughs) (laughs) But like it went from, okay, like I'm Erica and like, this is my coffee. And like, this is how I get started in the morning today. I have to do these deliveries. Um, And then Lauren came over and she's like, mom, can you paint my face? I'm like, okay, (laughs) why not? So I like painted her face and she's like, okay, cool. I want to do yours. I'm like, fuck, why not? So she painted this catastrophic butterfly on my face and I left it on my face all day. And, and I'm trying to like have this like, like heartfelt conversation about like how important it is to support local and this, that, the other thing with this catastrophic butterfly on my face. Right. And like, it wasn't until after that where I was like, so I can have fun on my business account. It doesn't have to be yes. all business all the time because now people are getting to know me. They're getting to know my story. They're getting to know like the, the person behind the brand. Yes. And so after that, I was like, okay, my stories is where I'm going to have some fun. My feed can be beautiful and curated and all of those professional pictures that I get done. But my stories is where we're going to let our freak flag fly. And we're just going to like, enjoy the journey. Yeah. That's awesome. I love that. And I think, I bet you her stories blew up that day. Cause it's like all of that stuff, right? Like it's, um, sorry. <clears throat> she said that she's never had so much engagement. <laughs> um, she's, she's like, that was the best takeover because everyone else, like all the other small businesses that are doing it are doing what I was doing, being super profesh, like not swearing. And like, look at me in my beautiful, like Instagram swoon worthy room. With, right. And I'm meanwhile, I'm like, <laughs> basically my house is burning in the background and I'm like, it's fine. No big deal. <laughs> you got this like this butterfly on your face. Oh man, that's awesome. That's a great story. <laughs> That's a great story. And I hope that everybody can just hear that and just know, like, like just chill, like just get out there and share your message. Butterfly on face, house on back, <laughs> doesn't matter. People want to see real. They don't want to see curated. And, um, and I think that goes back to the overthinking and everything else we've talked about on this amazing episode is that you're better to just do and get something out there than to wait for everything to be perfect because you're never going to know what your next step should be until you actually take the first one. And like exactly. you would be where you are right now, if you hadn't just paid that $90 for the logo, paid that $500 for those first shirts and put out that Instagram post. Yeah, absolutely. And like, <laughs> you never know like what perfect is, mm. right? Like it's all hindsight. Um, I think about, you know, people always say like, if I can lose that 10 pounds, then I'll be happy. And then when you see pictures of yourself from when you were maybe thinner or younger, and you're like, oh, if I was as fat now as I thought I was then, then I'd be happy. And you're like, so it was never about your weight, yeah. right? Like it's it, it all goes back to your mindset, which is exactly like you look back in hindsight and you're like, well, it wasn't quite perfect. But when you look back, you're like, no, it actually kind of was. Like, I don't know why I waited on that. Yeah. Um, 
which I think, again, just fucking just do it. Just do it. And, you know, pivot. Pivot is basically the word of 2020. And, you know, that is that that's all you can do is launch something, do something, create something. And if it's not what you like or if you need to tweak it, then you can. Nothing is permanent. It is all changeable. And just keep that in the back of your mind and you will move mountains. Yeah, I agree. And I think this is a perfect spot to end this. It's just do the thing, get the feedback, take the next step, whether it's changing direction or continuing to go in the same direction, but you won't know until you actually fucking do it. <laughs> Boom, Shayna yeah. drops an F-bomb. It took an hour, but we did it. <laughs> oh shit, girl, I swear all the time. I swear all the damn time. Um, no, it's true. But Erica, thank you so much. And I cannot wait to hear the podcast. I cannot wait to share this with everybody. This, wasn't this way better than doing an ad? Because nobody needs to hear me going, meh, 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 meh. <laughs> right? This, this was way better. And I honestly, like, thank you for having me on. Thank you for like bomb ass conversation. Like, I feel my soul has been ignited and I'm ready to just like conquer the day. Well, I can't wait to share it with everyone. And for everyone who's listening, everything we talked about, Baron Fox, the podcast, uh, well, put Sarah Jansel in there, all the things, all the links for any little bits and pieces we've talked about, we'll jam them into the show notes for you guys so you can check it out. And if you love this conversation with Eric and I, make sure you screenshot this on your phone, add it into your Instagram stories, make sure you tag Baron Fox, Shane, uh, Quantum Leap Queen, and what's your podcast? Do you have a, do you, are you creating an Instagram for your podcast? Oh, we, we have an Instagram. <laughs> um, the Instagram is drinks with podcast um, and same on Facebook, but yeah, tag, tag away, man. Tag it away. makes a difference. We, we will love to send you some love in your inbox to thank you for sharing this. So somebody needs to hear this message. Somebody needs to hear this message so that they, they take the step, they do the thing and they just get moving. So thank you so much, Erica. I so appreciate, appreciate you being here with us. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for listening to today's episode. It is my hope that this chat today helped you become relentless in the pursuit of your dreams. If you loved it, please leave an honest review on iTunes. It helps more people find this podcast, this content. And as always, I love when you share screenshots of these episodes on your iPhone into your iStories and tag me in it. I always reshare them and send you a personal thank you message every single time you do it. So thanks so much for joining. Until next time, be relentless in your pursuits.